Hey, before we get started, I know you have heard a lot about voting, and I know you heard plenty in my episode one about voting, but I did want to let you know everything that you need to know in regards to voting, especially when in preparation for voting, is in vote.org. It's all the voting questions and concerns answered in one website. It has election protection hotline if you feel like your voting rights are being compromised, COVID info, a literal timer set down to the date of November 3rd, which we know is an important date, the early voting locations if it's still available in your location, you can find your locating drop boxes, setting reminders, everything. Go there and check it out. And if you're too young to vote, it's still vital and still so helpful for you because you can still pledge to register and you can find polling place locators. And if you are of age, you can become a poll worker and help other people vote, which that's a paid gig, by the way. Filing for the 2020 census. I know you're skeptical about it, but do your research. It doesn't ask about your immigration status, and it really helps pinpoint how much money can we allocate to necessities based on the number of people in each area. So don't hesitate. Do your research. Study to show yourself approved and get all that you need and more at vote.org. Hello, hello. This is Melodic, and I'm coming to you with another episode of Soapbox Off. Yes. And this is the podcast where we come with some topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, thought-challenging. So come with your emotions on neutral and your critical thinking on high. So with that being said, I'm just like living my best life with these right now. And I decided why not do something fun which is a complete recap of Married at First Sight season 11, where the couples are all found in Louisiana. It's a whole thing. You need to look it up. They're pretty much matched. It's very selective from what I understand. It's almost pretty much an arranged marriage kind of format. And season 11 was one for the books. And I just could not help myself. I definitely could not stop talking about every single episode. So with that being said, I thought, why not? And bring somebody on with me to talk about this because it's needed. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into it, okay? Starting now. Okay, so... This is about to be so much fun because for some odd reason, ever since I think season nine, for some reason, I've been wanting to watch Married at First Sight. So I have always been ranting about this with certain people. And I know that my ranting has definitely, you know, been something. But I wanted to bring one person in particular that has heard my rants for sure to talk about the entire recap of season 11, Married at First Sight, and it is Sparktabulous. Sparktabulous, are you there, honey? I am. I am, Melody. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) No, I'm so happy that you are here. And I want to give you this moment to kind of let the listeners know who you are, what you do, anything that you want to disclose to them. 
Okay, well, Sparktabulous, that's like my business name for everything I do is Sparktabulous. It's a mixture of sparkle with some fabulous. Okay, now. And I do it like figuratively and literally, right? So I make sparkle things. I make things that sparkle. And I also enrich people's lives and try to encourage them and send them on their way to Spartabulous living, if you will. Oh. So all platforms, I'm going to be starting my YouTube channel in January. I'm super, super excited. So look out for that on YouTube, on Spartabulous. And then I also am on Facebook and I'm on Twitter and, and I'm on Instagram. <laughs> so you always can follow me there. <laughs> okay. Well, I might need to get in touch with you so I can spark up my life, but we go, well, that's a whole nother yes. thing. We're going to talk about that on the side. We're going to talk about that on the side. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> but now married at first sight season oh, yes. 11. Mm-hmm. As you already know, I already said I wish that I could have started this like episode for episode, but it's okay. We're gonna just <laughs> recap as much as we can because the okay. finale is coming up. Girl, tomorrow it is. <laughs> and your I girl am so is so excited. Yes, your girl is here for it. We're here for <laughs> it. So the best way for us to prepare, why not just go ahead and recap on these couples? From and I mean we don't have to go in grave detail, but we can go from their beginning to now their end stage for each one. Okay, sure. So let's start at the most married couple that's in the group to me, and that is um uh Amani and Woody. Oh my goodness. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Woody is the life of the party. You hear me? Yes. There is not a dull moment with him. I wasn't expecting for him to be as successful in married life as he is oh, with yeah. her. Yeah. Cause when he, you know, at the beginning, she was just like, mm, I'm why I got my eye on you, Woody. Woodrow. <laughs> to be honest, because of her personality, because I, and this is no shade, no tea, but from how she first came off, I was like, this is like a mother spirit and he's mm-hmm. like all vibrant. I don't know mm-hmm. how this is going to go. And then all of a sudden you find out that this is just, oh, this is just a personality. Really? She just booked with the best of them too. So they were Basically. like BFFs. Mm-hmm. I said, well. And not only that, I felt like off the, off the jump, she was an excellent, she's an excellent communicator. Yes. Like she knows how to take the most frustrating moments. Yes. And be like, okay, let's pause for just a minute. What you mean by that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's, 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 let's get clear on that because <laughs> honey, the part where he was like, if you don't cut off your hair, we gonna have a problem. Right. And I was like, uh oh, she said, well, wait a minute. But she got to the, with the help of Pastor Cal, yes. you know, they got to the bottom of where that came from. So that's what I really like, the fact that she's a good communicator. Yes. Um, until you piss her off. And, it's go- <laughs> and then all of a sudden, mother comes out. Mother comes out and she's like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what you think this is. Uh, mind you just a little bit of a background for both of them so he is 30 she is 29 both of them are kind of like these giving people based off of what I see in their backgrounds I think he's mm-hmm. a teacher and a coach and then she's yeah, really yeah and then mm-hmm. she's really passionate with nonprofit. but again 
I just did not see it clicking. And uh, I mean, every episode, you just saw them being that naturally seasoned couple in this short period of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you saw that dynamic change episode by episode. Yeah. I thought he was really going to be like the Playboy, you know, the whole time. Right. But she really turned him into like a husband at the end. Like, okay, wait a minute. He was like, okay, I like you. We should all aspire to great such heights. (laughs) That's hard. Now, I will say now up, uh, because we just talked about that. Also, they did this all the way up through, even with the trip, because, you know, every season has to have a trip excursion or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they still kept this whole dynamic. I will say that if anything concerns me, it's just when they end up having a disagreement, because Pastor Cal is not going to always be there. And when it comes down to them talking about their hard passes or their, you know, whichever ones it's like a a problem for them, it seems Mm -hmm. that any of their disagreements that's like, that's a no for me or that's a hard, it seems like it's immediately ram against ram just trying to see who can book the most. So that would be my only concern, even up until the very uh, last episode, which I think that was last week, where you're seeing them discuss decision day, and it just took a left, mm. just out of nowhere. Mm. Like, I feel like she would, like, to see Woodrow, I call him Woodrow, <laughs> you know, to see Woodrow's <laughs> transformation from episode one all the way to now, it's like, what? Yes, this girl do to him like what she anchored him to the point where he realized he could not live without her and it was like oh my goodness like but she's like I'm still at 50 50 I'm like girl don't play with this boy yeah (laughs) and I think I think that's another reason why she's not wrapping her mind around why he's like if you decide to be like nah it's a divorce I'm gonna shut down but I feel like that's the reason why because he's so invested that anything other than a yes he would just be like what's the point like what's the point in even sticking around because I just put my all All into this like woman you don't know my history like my black book was nice like that's that's what I feel like he's trying to get her to understand I don't know but speaking of hard lifts Let's go ahead and hit, uh, uh, let's hit another one, which far-fetched as it was for me to even see any slight disgruntledness with them, Amelia and Bennett. Oh my goodness. Talk. They were made for each other. Talk (laughs) about queasy, just give me a bucket. Just give me a bucket. Just just weirdy, nerdy, quirky give me a book everything but it's like you're here for it right so it's like y'all so weird from the time they she walked at the aisle yes really before then let's talk about this this bird's nest in her head <laughs> at the wedding on the wedding day first of all like her whole ooh. situation her whole side just the bridesmaids ma'am Mm-mm. Did you forget about on the bridesmaid? Unicycle on a unicycle, <laughs> mind you. Let baby can't what the baby can't ride the unicycle, so you gotta have both. <laughs> you gotta have a bridesmaid on either side to escort you on the unicycle because you can't oh operate the unicycle. 
this that was I said this is the kookiest wedding I have ever witnessed <laughs> in my 40 years of life because I could not uh, beyond me think of have I ever seen anything weirder than this no I haven't <laughs> I, <laughs> so there kooky. is nothing that I have seen <laughs> in wedding history I mean and we we watch like people falling off of cliffs into water and stuff but it I mean I was like, even if she could ride a unicycle, those dresses oh just fringe everywhere. Like they look like they belonged in Aladdin. Uh, they look like <laughs> Tina Turner just left all of her fringe wardrobe to them, <laughs> and they just dyed mm. it different colors to put it all on. Yes, but listen, then it was like, okay, I can, I yeah. can take that not a problem he's rolling with the punches because he's just as kooky as she is and it just seems like both of them are just accepting their oddness like oh mm-hmm. you wear birds in your hair okay well my mm-hmm. sister got a play duck that just you know listen a whole relationship chicken. yeah who eats a chicken play duck that eats chicken yes mm-hmm. and 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 she also can look into palm reading and things i and guess tarot cards yes tarot uh-huh. cards yeah. that's what it was I'm, yeah, just the whole nine. Yeah, yeah. very extreme. And you live in a shack. He lives in a shack. You got 20 tiny jobs. House. It's a tiny house. Okay. You live in. built it with his own hands. Now tell me what brother you know or man you know out here that will build a house with their own hands. I That's know a couple of them. Right I'm there. country. I know a couple Girl, of them. And I ain't For seen sure. none that was that small, ma'am. <laughs> well, I take that back because you know they do have like some some styles like that in certain countries. But baby, mm-hmm. I was like, in someone's backyard. That part, a tiny house in someone's. And backyard. you got twenty jobs. Twenty jobs. He does landscaping. He's in the theater. He's in. He does the uh the pulling pulling the people with the bicycle and. Oh like, my gosh. I don't think that if they did a biography on him that you would have enough room to give now his that, whole background. That is right, but I also give him give homage to his hustle, his spirit of hustle. I so I, I will he, give that. Yes. He 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 knows how to go to get out there and find employment if he needs to. <sighs> that's awesome. that's well well known. And I this still, is I mean, and this is a twenty eight year old young man. Okay, twenty eight year old with. Mm-hmm. 20 jobs however I just in my mind I'm still thinking with 20 jobs you know okay going on Kevin stage where they be talking about you know big leaps and stuff like that where they talk about you know if you're expecting a certain level of wealth but you only have one source of income how can you you got to have multiple sources of income to yeah. reach that mm-hmm. status then baby mm-hmm. where is the wealth with 20 jobs sure. I'm expecting Where's his zone of genius? That's what that's I'm what, saying. That's what we need to know. Where is zone, it? Zone of I can't find it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, you know, but you know, and then but she's in medical school, so maybe she'll be the one to kind of stabilize, stable income, the whole situation. And he actually is looking for that. He's looking True. to raise kids. He's looking for you know because her mom did the same thing, and she's looking for that as well. So it, it feels like it's a happy compliment between the both of them but you remember in the beginning 
sir didn't want no children because he was you remember that mental he was Mm -hmm. like no i don't want to contribute to overpopulation of the universe of the earth Mm -hmm. and etc etc but amelia just went on here and said i want a child oh well i'll reconsider i'll reconsider we'll 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 talk about that i think that'll be you know i think we can adjust (laughs) and it's so funny because when you find somebody who fits you so well what won't you compromise right (laughs) and mind you she's 27 in the medical field so he's 28 with his 20 jobs Mm -hmm. and she's 27 in the medical and like you said she could potentially be that person to get him to you know evolve a little bit more into his zone of genius as you said I'm hoping a residency she has a residency she's got to go to in Virginia in Virginia. Yep. And he was like, I'll co- I'll be a bi-coastal. <laughs> I wonder bi-coastal how long husband. that bi-coastal is going to happen. I mean, it could go know. positive, though. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be that he enjoys Virginia so much. Mm-hmm. And as he get evolves into it, I mean, now, of course, this is all while COVID is going down. So he might just be like, I'm bored. I want to right. go home. But, I mean, as things slowly s- open back up, and he encounters things that are his niche here, he may just be like, okay, guys, instead of me coming down there four or five months, maybe I'll just come down every once in a while, every other month or something like that. You know, because I just feel like his attachment is more not to be, not to knock it, but I feel like it's more childlike because even his friends, it seems like his friends were almost like attached to him. Like him yeah. even having the idea of moving, it almost looked like kids at the playground and hearing that mm-hmm. for the first time. They're like, no, no but he I definitely, don't. Absolutely. He is definitely yeah. deep roots in the community. You could yeah. tell that for sure. Right. So in his community of quirkiness he he is very deep rooted he's a people's person he gets out there and he knows no stranger he Mm -hmm. plays music he sings he he does theater he you know lit all these other things so yeah I feel like he's a people's person and yes he is deeply rooted in New Orleans and his community uh in the circles of uh influence or what have you so I do believe it's going to be hard for him to uproot his whole life yeah and go to because that's just the residency she may decide to say okay well I'm done with my residency now what but spark let me hit you with some tea okay so Amelia is originally from Richmond Virginia is she yes I missed this part. How did that, how did I miss this? Baby, I'm telling you, I've been doing my research. I was trying to prepare for you. Okay. <laughs> well, come on with the tea then, honey. So this, okay. So she so preferred, she probably preferred going there. She might've even recommended it, you know, cause see my thing yeah. is, is that when you have that kind of job or that kind of status, when you have to do training, you can, as you interview for it or whatever the prep is, they'll usually ask you, so would you mind relocating or things like that? And they'll say, oh, well, I don't mind relocating, but I strongly would prefer this area or the Northeast region or the Southeast region. So she could have recommended those as like potential places that she would strongly recommend on her list of relocating areas as she's open to relocate i see Hmm. and and mind you if you remember 
because remember this is the tipping scale because we now with all of this gushy love that they have been like doing all this time with Girl. the residency looming yes yes now he done got a tidbit of sorrow little hit in the stomach because mm-hmm. he done found out oh so you just wanted to give this a experimental try right yeah. uh the whole thing about married the the married yeah. at first sight she just was trying to do it because it's a reality show. Originally, that was her intent, right? She got in there. She just got lucky. I but really do feel like she, she got really the got lucky because that was of, something just. Cause ain't nobody gonna like find Mary no strange. Side has like a ten to fifteen percent success raters or twenty. Does it? It's like yeah, the success rate for married at first sight couples is real low. Wow. So like, I don't even think they hit twenty five percent. But you know what? That's 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 almost a whole nother discussion about arranged marriages. Which, mm. by the way, that's the thing about Amelia. See, it, it, right now it looks like it's all just about that. But Amelia's grandparents had an arranged marriage. Shut the door, girl. Where you get all this info? Make I'm trying sure. to tell you. I got you, boo. <laughs> So wow, I did not know that. Yes, I'm telling you, I'm 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 trying to background like I I was pulling backgrounds, trying to make sure I could get introduced formally to them in preparation for this, and a lot of the little highlights about them I got from the insider, the TV insider. Okay. Got you, got you, got you. Got you. So yes, uh, she definitely. So technically, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's not just for TV. It's more so because she was open to it because her grandparents did it mm-hmm. and if they did it and look at what they've produced and why not be open to it I mean at right. this point and and that kind of made me say oh so that's why she probably is like yeah if somebody came that was not so much like me it was that's almost kind of how I felt like she was coming at him in right. that conversation like if somebody wasn't exactly like me like looked up to this to this degree and I wasn't so fond of him right off the rip I probably was still be open to adjust and like him that I feel like it's because she has seen that as an example from her grandparents right but then at the same time I feel like she's so uh uh that that's kind of like a a complimentary wife no matter Mm -hmm. what environment she's exposed to or what setting you Mm -hmm. put her in she's going to level out she's going to self-adjust right but it seemed like she was expecting just the same kind of guy be with the baby and stuff because i'm gonna be a whole doctor in these streets right because she she wasn't very um i don't know she was very being nitpicky that if you if if you will you know what i'm saying right but But he was starting to be a jerk he was a kind of jerkish I feel that he almost had his ready at the draw mm-hmm. kind of nitpickiness too. Like it didn't take much mm-hmm. from her for him to be like, oh, well, you got a rinky dink rent while I got a rinky dink on. So who's the one better <laughs> with? Oh, I just want to own my shit. Like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, he like totally blasted her for spending like she's spending mm-hmm. way too much money. You don't mm-hmm. have a budget. You don't know how to budget money. You just spend money at the wazoo. And he's like, she's like, look, I, I work hard. I play hard. You know, so right. if I don't have anything to say, yeah, you could probably help me with that because I don't have that set up. 
he could probably help anchor her that in that particular in that perspective but he goes about it the wrong way he is so jerkish at times well see I didn't know for me I felt like they were progressing to that place where okay you see I'm struggling in this area Mm -hmm. I you're gonna help me this seems like a a, a good thing Mm -hmm. but I just feel like I don't know if it was his temperament or what, but it seemed like even after they got to that point where they got past that rough patch, they ended up still finding a way to bump heads to the like utmost degree. And I don't know if it was the fact that he doesn't like what she likes to do and she rather do more than what he's willing to do. It just seemed like they... Yeah, Brett didn't like to do anything, though like that's my point anything everything like uh he finds something Let's do stupid bingo. and uh, everything yeah. bingo is dumb well uh-huh. they said you're what? good at trivia trivia <laughs> this is this trivia, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> this is beneath me look at all give me th- some einstein questions look at all why don't you peasants you dumb peasants <laughs> i know i i can tell you theodore roosevelt history like the back of my hand give me something harder <laughs> It was just so much. Yeah. It was it was a it was a lot. So mm-hmm. to see that they ended, but he, uh, here 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 was my other part with that. So they ended, but it almost seemed like they were trying to see if they could lure them back onto the show. You could tell, but in but in my mind, I'm just thinking to myself, okay, so even if you lure them back, what 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 time you got with them? Because the final episode is tomorrow. Yeah. Decision day is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So what you expect for them to do after all of that, just come back and say, oh, we decided to make it work. Y'all haven't had any type of reconciliation time. Yeah. I, and then for his friend at the in the last episode, this last episode, his friend called him out. He was like, okay, wait a minute. So you didn't learn anything? <laughs> you didn't. Mm-mm. You didn't try to work on anything like self inflection, nothing. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Yeah, so I'm telling you, four months you went through a freaking pandemic together. <laughs> you fought, you got right. married at first sight at the altar, and you went through a pandemic. But, but you know what? If you go back to that very first episode, the way he talked about everything, it was almost like. He was aloof regardless. Because at first he was just like, huh, you know, I'm going to go for it. Why not? I, I think I can do Listen. it. And now you're doing the same type of arrogant yes. stuff you're doing now. Like huh, he had, he me. had a huh. potential before he got matched. Yes! Not only did he have a potential before he got matched, Mel, he actually was go. flirting at the yes. dog bachelor party. Yes, he was. Like, what is yes. that? Uh-uh. And then doing a quote unquote Irish send off, whatever that is. Yeah. I had to leave I had to early. Leave. I was, yeah. Uh... Oh. oh, you had to leave early, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just anyway. wasn't having it. <laughs> we all leave that. <laughs> I just wasn't having it. And then, oh, how would you wait, rate your marriage? I don't do nothing like that. Why would I want to? That's just stupid. <laughs> just. And it's still him being triggered off of little things that she does. And I'm like, sir, you have the temper of a five-year-old at this point because any little thing she does that you find offensive you're not saying it at the moment or communicating it but you act out and then you say nothing is wrong 
So that's why I was like, okay, so yeah, Olivia may have her moments where she could be low-key annoying because it's like you're high maintenance on a rent budget, mm-hmm. but then you turn around and then you have him. It's not like he's any better because right. he has a temper of a five-year-old. Right. He may have practical practicality as an adult on paper, but in his emotional side, it, it just didn't work for me. I was like, I I feel like even Nelson Mandela or Gandhi would like poke you in the eye after so many times of you being like that. And she was doing those probing questions to get deeper. Like, okay, you don't do this. You do this in front of the camera. You don't do this in front of the camera. You do this in front of everybody else. But when you're with me, you do something opposite. She was actually like, something is off here. She was like, something is Mm -hmm. so off to the point where it disturbs me. It's rubbing me the wrong way. And he, Mm. he's, you know, the, Mel, you know those type of people that you're like, you're talking to them and then they make you feel like you're the one that's the problem. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, wait a minute. This is about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't make me feel like I'm crazy because of something that you're doing. I don't know. I just feel like that whole situation was just a sinking was. ship that was, it was, it was almost like if the glimmer of hope, the glacier yeah. of the the glacier that hit the titanic was like literally at the like at the end of the aisle when they walked away saying i now pronounce you because it was so fast it was so fast i mean as a matter of fact i don't think that it took much time because i what was it like episode two already having an issue with the idea of having children it just was i just was like oh this is this is just hitting off real well all of his family Mm-hmm. And then versus all of her family, it was just like, gosh, this is like night and day here. Mm, yeah. Weird. I mean, a quick sinking ship. Mm-hmm. Speaking of quick sinking Uh-oh. ships. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go ahead. Because at first I was going to say heads or tails, but go why not? Quick sinking ship. I feel like the quickest one is Christina Listen. and Henry. The ones that still lasting. Listen. But still yet uh, sinking <laughs> just as fast as quicksand could take it. Christina and Henry. Let's, let's Tracy, because see, my mother told me, my mother told me to go to law school, and I should have, I should have, I should have, because just like I have a nine-year-old son, and I'm, I know this is for the parents out there, you know how your child takes mm-hmm. one thing, and then they come on down oh. and they say something different, just like one or two words off, you're like, wait a minute, that ain't what you told me originally. Henry was somebody granddaddy in another life because he was obviously <laughs> he was keeping it. track of everything. Every single thing. And handling it calmly. That's why I say a granddaddy and not daddy because he was handling it real calm. Like, yeah, she said this, but, um, you yes. know, obviously that's not what she said about three weeks ago when we first got married. She said she was living somewhere and I guess she must be living Listen, in an outhouse, but we're going to move on. Don't let that little tick and that little shyness fool you. He's, he's listening <laughs> and he's watching. <laughs> yes mind you background in a little bit he is 35 and she is 30 so she's a 30 year old flight attendant raised by a single mother and he um he was just you know this exhausting every avenue relationship kind of person and you know he had his issue i think it was like a health issue that kind of like snapped mm-hmm. for him the need to really want to have someone just down for you in the trenches with you all the while i don't know about christina because i'm just like i don't know i'm gonna honey. tell you what the the experts was not on they weren't 
they they were they had no. itis or they they got drunk or they smoked the joint. I don't know what happened, but they were not on it. Something caught their distraction, and that was a bad call. Period. Yes, I don't even. I don't. I don't know. I feel like he needed somebody that was probably like uh, and not trying to say that he is a granddaddy, but I just feel like with his granddaddyisms. I feel like he should have had like a nurse or a caretaker kind of like person so that she would know how to communicate with him and he would be willing to open up more to her because she's that patient Mm -hmm. with him. But this flight attendant, she's like, I fly. Yeah. I And not only that, he's moving too slow for her. That was, that's the, that's the beginning of it. Not only is she trying to play up to the cameras, she's yes. moving faster than he's comfortable because he needs to get a read on her to see mm-hmm. okay let me see how close I'm gonna let you get because if you you triggering the wrong signals and you're being rude to the stat to the production staff and you're snapping and you're got this this <clears throat> uh insecurity wife thing happening and you've got you're just like I'm better than this and I'm beautiful why don't you just kiss me why don't you attack me why don't you pull my hair why don't you ask me how I'm doing why don't you do anything <laughs> since episode one she's had yes, that kind of attitude that was a big turn off for him because he's observing her having this attitude just with the staff she was given attitude before she walked down the aisle honey she told her bridesmaids listen they want me to record this but moving. i'm not moving so y'all can go ahead over there in that corner like, dude i was like to meet your husband really i if i was a bridesmaid in that party i would have been like girl don't let these cameras fool you <laughs> you better act like you know who your friends are don't let these cameras get you don't do it <laughs> Don't do it. And but okay, but his friends got his back for real, because when she said one of one of the two girl friends that they're best friends with, when she says, "Oh, I don't respect the marriage," uh, I, I, oh, she's that was was like, hey, that's thank, cutthroat, (laughs) like (laughs) what? Then I was like totally demonizing her because I was like, how you don't respect their marriage because that. I was totally on that board too. I was too. But at the same time, I could understand. I "I wouldn't trust any woman who would want to do anything like this to get a man or to get a husband. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, well, see, that's what that's when I just was like, girl, mm -hmm. you want him? That's exactly what I said. You slick want another shot? You want another shot? Now that you know that he's willing to marry somebody, because that's probably another thing. She probably thought that he was slow too. Like he's slow to make a move and now you see him actually marrying right. somebody it probably threw her for a loop she's like why didn't you tell me i would have said yes when we he dated probably saw that in my mind. we could be good friends but not you're not what i need as a as a wife maybe he saw that you know because some guys i don't know because you see they still cool they still cool because they still friends that's about it and they communicate a lot because I mean that's you know that there has to be like certain a certain there has to be a certain connection enough to where the people that select people to come and talk to you and stuff like that and to come and visit you while you're out like you're shooting there has to be some significance yeah. there and I ain't seeing nobody else yeah. just popping up as much as this girl that's has true. 
So I'm just saying. Like she put a little drink and drink in her. She told you what you really thought. And then when she you came up, it's like, oh, she's sober now. <laughs> but then here, here is the other part. I don't know how to feel about this, but I feel like this is what's going to cause their relationship, which I, everybody already been just how Kev be like, they're not yeah. going to make it. <laughs> I feel, I feel that her saying the whole thing about him communicating with the guy as if he were gay. Oh my God. Uh, or homosexual, whichever is the oh accepted term. No offense to the LGBTQ community. But that, I think that that's going to be the pivotal moment where he's like, I am done. Because he already been dealing with her being impatient the entire absolutely. show. And this last episode showed you. And now you're you going to sit here and throw yeah, this, this at me. This last episode showed you. He's like, oh, like the trip when they went on their trip. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They, it was so when she came out and told him that and she was out late that one night and she didn't come home mm-hmm. until after one o'clock in the morning first of all that's marriage one-on-one you don't do that you gotta communicate with your spouse <laughs> and say hey hun i'm just out with the girls we're just out having drinks and having fun don't want you wait up for me <laughs> you know she didn't she's, do none of that. She's the one sneaking and freaking. Now I and feel like that's what the real deal is. Him. You wanted to flick. Yes. Because he can't yes. stand you. <laughs> right. He can't stand you, so he's going but to you know what? for any reason. And that last episode, the, speaking of, you know that they don't really like each other for real. Because in the last episode, for them to sit here and be like, well, for Henry to say, yeah, so um, my highlight for you is that you you write really well. I like That's what horrible. you wrote in the letter. Recap that letter. Recap that letter. She's like, yeah, make sure that the people that are for you are really for you. Because if it's not, then it, I'm like, oh, Honey, my gosh. drama. And then she got Queen. emotional at him talking about the drama dang letter. Queen. She got emotional reading the letter. <laughs> <laughs> she, for her to be as floored as she was about him complimenting her on her Go letter back. writing, her she pen, got like her about Christina and Brett not being on the trip. <laughs> Let's go back some more. She, she got emotional. Her, give her her he Grammy. To the other room. <laughs> give her the Grammy spark and put sparkles on it. Supply. Make it shine. Cue the music. <laughs> Shoot, don't let her talk. Don't let her talk because they're going to run off like they do in the Oscars. Play the, the, music. Play the music. Bring the Sandman. Do what you got to do. Get her off the stage. Because yeah. I'm and, tired of hearing that dang. And his Dustin, response, his response her throat. to her is like, what the? Did she just? Okay. You're going to be all right. Yes. <laughs> but I still, I still feel a way about her trying to use that deflection on him communicating with a male. And then you turn around and you're still saying, like, I want him to be aggressive. And, and it just reminds me, it reminds me of Karen Girl. and Miles, which that Ooh. this is the final Listen. couple mm. we going to talk about. Which, baby, yet again, both of them, and and that's another reason why I didn't even know which one to do last, because both of y'all have a problem with a man not showing you what you're used to when it comes to a certain level of, quote-unquote, masculinity. Here's what I think 
And if it's not that level, then you feel it's like feminine. it's feminine. Oh, gosh, or... that's a good tie-in yeah. because that's the same Ugh. thing. But here, here's my yes. here's my thing, my issue with Karen. She's looking for her father and her husband. Mm. And, and that's justifiably okay because I'm looking for my daddy. My daddy is a country country boy from Oklahoma he's he's a get out there work on the car roll the yard do you know get all out there get dirty come back in play with the kids a little bit go on to work make that bread pay the bills put some money back on safe you know he's that type of man she's her father mm-hmm. did not show up he was like I ain't having it yeah your mama can go but I ain't going I ain't gonna be come on you know them black fathers I ain't doing that foolishness be on that camera and that TV. Yeah. You that's what kind of father she <laughs> woman. If you don't, if you don't respect me, it's my house. That back in the day kind of that's daddy. what she's yeah. looking for. That's that back in the day. But see, and I I can I can get that. Mm-hmm. I can. Because to be honest, and if I had to like reflect on myself. It's almost like I look for that, but at the same time, I also I I don't mind having a person that can actually Thank convey you. his emotions. And again and again, and this is somebody that's able to do this at the 26. age of twenty six. Do you remember how dudes were? They was putting 26? notches in their belt, let alone in their twenties. They put notches in their belt. 20s? They don't care. Point blank. Period. Like you just got out of college, you may still be trying to see if you got a little bit of college in you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like woman, girl, this man is 26 and can communicate yes, can. well about his emotions and how he feels. And you got a problem, which if you remember, again, y'all, I, I have ranted about this and sparked me knowing. <laughs> Let's go back now. Let's go back to Amelia, not Amelia, Amani and Woody, and Miles and Karen. There is a certain contrast, but there are definite similarities. And Amani is not tripping at Woody's capability to talk about his emotions. If anything, her main thing is that he played too much in her eyes and that he doesn't listen. But his ability to be like, babe, if you want to go and get your feet done, we can go together. He, he, his high, his high maintenance about how he likes to look and appear, his, his willingness to dance and stuff, convey his emotions. He does it. Amani has mm-hmm. not batted an eye. However, you look at Miles Karen. and he's yeah. doing the same thing with Karen. Karen got issues with it and she feels that. Him playing with her is feminine. Him doing the sprinkle thing, she immediately triggered it as something feminine. However, it's a it's a meme out here, honey. It's a whole gif in a YouTube right. about the sprinkle bay. Well, whoever his that, like you bypassing so many things because you're trying to find it. Mind you, my last part about this whole comparing the two. Again, Miles is a very muscular looking, tall built dude. Handsome. Man. Where yes. Yes, and uh, just disclosing it, I don't want people to think it's a race thing, but let's be for real. It is technically a, a little bit of extra uh, weight on it when it is an African-American male. So both of them, Woody and Miles, both African-American males, they're both they're a black couple, mm-hmm. black couple, both of them. But this man is a tall, you know, almost make you think 
John Coffee, if I had to say about the situation <laughs> of him being so masculine, but then coming mm-hmm. off so kind hearted. That's yes. how I feel like people looking yes. at him in this situation. But then when it comes to Woody, Woody's not tall. He he's muscular, he's nicely built, but no, Woody not. is not tall and he has certain features to himself where you don't look at him immediately as right a threat or you know big and muscular and authoritative so you give him a pass while y'all put a whole bunch of emphasis on masculinity Mm -hmm. on miles and i don't think it's fair and at the same time i also don't think it's fair that uh the different dynamics of the two couples is Mm -hmm. like you said it's night and day, but there's so many similarities. There's the same little silver lining that runs through both of them. That's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then let's not accept the fact that Woody and Miles are best friends as well. So it's friends, like, yes. There's some, yeah, your homeboy may not be just like you, but at the same time, there's some things that bring you together as as friends. You know what I'm saying? So even with mm-hmm. Woody, I'm talking about their single status before they got to this point. Woody was the the crowd, the crowd, you know, get the hype crowd up and the life of the party. Uh, Miles probably would get down with him, but he's more on a milder side. You know, he's chilling, but he can he can get down with the best of them, too, I'm sure. But at the same time, you Mm -hmm. have those everybody, even when they sat down with their friends, they were like, Woody getting married? It was such a shock. Right. Like, wait a minute. We would have thought you was you, you would expect that from Miles. Because right. he is Miles is more into his knowing, his feelings, and then later on finding out that he was diagnosed with depression. And then she let that you know, she's looking for every little thing for to to discount it and all that Pause. stuff. Pause. Pause. Speaking of now these couples, let's go back. These couples are all together during the break mm-hmm. of the pandemic. And this man is suffering depression. If anybody has been watching this, you see him struggling to grasp at the idea that man, I am in this situation alone. and I feel alone. And you would think mm-hmm. that he would get some type of solace from his partner especially because i mean he's also Mm -hmm. into education if i remember this is a 25 uh, 26 year old that is Mm -hmm. in education and working with children and young adults so you can't do one thing that keeps you you know like interacting with people to keep you level when it comes down to i have you know a standard about myself and people uh, appreciate me for me and I have some type of um, a level to myself that I have to be for the people that I am uh, what's the word role model for you can't do any of that and all the while she's just looking at you break down to see how soft you are like that's what I felt like I said they could have just been in two different rooms and the producers could have just literally etch sketched them together on the same couch they they were were separate she was mentally you could see it in her demeanor on the camera she was just not there she was not there disconnected okay now granted she worked she said she works in the um health health organization to where she works with COVID related projects right so I can imagine the Mm -hmm. amount of stress 
that alone takes on because her she mm-hmm. got a job for one thing she she got something else because of COVID-19 on her job so it's like an added layer of stress on top of that so I get it but at the same time if I'm at a stressful job Mel there is no way I'm going to be coming home and be just that much miserable not just that though Miles is attending to her needs as she is dealing with that she is literally chilling just looking at him disintegrate in the couch every single time as it and I'm just like this dude said he making sure you straight he doing this for you he doing that for you but mind you this last episode it seemed like she really trying to doll it up Mm -hmm. and look really cute and communicate really heavy with him trying to prep and I'm just thinking to myself if this dude I want to put him in a headlock if he says yes. That's just where I'm at at this point. If you give her another pass. Maybe their relationship was built for a no camera situation because she even said she was not comfortable displaying or talking about certain things because her family was watching. So I get it. I get that part because Uh -uh. I'm a a church girl. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you are too, but there's some things you just don't want to talk about, right? But at the same time, she has. I that, am. She says she's looking for that traditional submissive role as a wife to submit to her husband, which is the Christianity way or the Christian way, a Christian role of a wife, right? But at the same time, the girl can be snazzy at you. So when she said she wanted somebody to put her in check, he tried to approach what turned her on in the most respectful you know supportive way so tell me how we mm-hmm. can get there if we're going to get there and this is going to be a, a marriage tell me how to get there what turned you on what do you like what do you don't like he's like well we'll talk about that when we get there and he was like I can't get there if you ain't going to tell me but here's my thing with everything, and I'm in agreement with majority of what you said. But the thing is, is that those cameras are trying to fit all of that right, week or however so many days into right. So with that being said, honey, boo boo, my friend, honey, Karen, ain't no way you gonna tell me that you have to be on your pristine and your timid stuff around the clock every single day mm-hmm. when the cameras ain't catching all of it. It almost nine times out of ten, and I think that they've also discussed this on the Love Hour with um uh, the couple from season nine oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was really successful. Uh, dear, I, I have and, to go back. Oh gosh! But they, yeah, I can't remember her name. Yeah, I can't remember her name. But 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 yeah, the thing that got me was is that they said it too. Like yeah, I mean a lot of people don't have sex or whatever while it's happening, but some of them they'll have sex but it's in their own discretion and the camera people will be like what y'all have sex like that's what happened with them they were like yeah we we did but they tell them like well late into right. it just like amelia and benny <laughs> nobody knew until they announced it so honey you are i feel like you're adding on extra weight to right. the situation more right. than you I need agree. to just because i agree that's what i'm but trying she, to say but i will say like, this though even though you know what you signed up for when you got on here if you know what you signed yes! up for, yes! your expectation should be no lower than that, right? And you be might ready. as well tell mama and them, and be ready. 
Be ready because I'm married now. Said, Don't you be on that TV. Talk about all your business and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, well. And whatever. <laughs> oh, well. They already finding out about your business now. I mean, you signed up. So now they're going to be looking in your history. They're going to be like trying to figure out this, then the third. You, yeah. You're with a therapist. And this is a, a therapist that is on the TV with you. And even though they do have some non-disclosure agreement to a certain degree, you are having to break some of your whatever past trauma that's preventing you from breaking open with your right. spouse on television. So there's exactly. really no way you can And then she wants somebody this. to you know put her in check. That's what she said in this last episode. She said, I need you to be able to put me in check when I get out of my house. Okay, but when he did try to put you in check in a playful way, you bounced for a whole day. You left. But when you you married, you you can't bounce nowhere unless you go to a hotel or you go to your mom and daddy's house. Okay, so... That kind of makes me. That kind of makes me feel like maybe that's why Olivia and Benny trying to get back because they like, dang, I didn't <laughs> realize it take this long to get a divorce. Maybe we should just give it one more shot. And not only they we have got to all this dang time, the show does not finance their divorce. Did you not know that? Ooh. Yeah, the show. The show does not annul it. No. Yes, You're the show does not finance tea. their divorce. That is out of their pocket. They pay for the arrangement. Oh. They pay. They handle okay. all of the setup of the coming together, the honeymoons, the trips, the apartment that they'll come stay in for a little while to kind of help. But if y'all came after that, but if y'all can't make it, it's on your tab. Okay, so okay, now we are we almost reaching the hour. So let's let's okay. So before we before okay, so to wrap it up, let's just go ahead and say yes or no. Will they make it or will they not? Starting with Amelia Uh, and Ben. Yes, I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Amani and Whitney. be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the last little preview I got from for this episode coming up, I'm hoping they no crazy drama hitting, but I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. I think they will be too. I think they will be too. I think that that's just like a suspense hanger because mm-hmm. you know they be playing with our emotions. <clears throat> They now, know. we already know Olivia and Bennett is gone. If they come back, I'm just praying that they be smart enough to say, yeah, we already said this already, yeah. but we're just here to confirm. Pretty no, much. that's all I'm hoping that that's about. Because, baby, if they it's try a, to stay together, it's just thing. to avoid exactly. the, divorce, the divorce fees. And she shouldn't be because yeah. she said she live her life. Play hard. So play go. hard with them divorce papers, baby. Um, <laughs> Christina not. and Henry. Christina broke up. Christina would probably be the one to say, yes, I'm going to a chance with counseling. Like what she said. Because she need a place to stay based off of what they saying on the show. Let me stop. Based off of what they saying, she needs a place. And you know, she probably they on furlough because you know anywhere, flights ain't going yes. like they used to. So so she would probably say yes. Okay, sorry. I had to get that little but piece. But he's like, mm, no. She'd probably say yes. Henry would look at her like she had three heads if she did. Um, Karen and Miles. I'm hoping no. It's I'm amazing. I'm out. I'm, I'm hoping the no. Jury's out for that one because I just don't know. I'm hoping I know. no. I'm. I want Miles. I want Miles to have. Better. I don't think she's into That's him. That's what I want. She don't Sparks, want him. Don't but I want, want Miles. Him. I don't care about her at this point. But I want Miles to have better. Ah! Hey, Miles. Miles. 
I'm not a cougar. But listen, listen. So we listen. <laughs> Look me up, I'll Dallas. I'm right here in Texas. I'm not I'll too far be... from you, baby. Come on. <laughs> I will put a mask on and listen. get in that get in that plane. But okay. With that being said, I mm-hmm. this was so this was so much fun, and I can't wait for Tomorrow us to recap it's going on this to be finale. Lit. It's gonna be lit. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Now, before you leave, I just want you to recap one more time uh, your up and coming places and how they can, can find, find me on, on your platforms. On all platforms: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and that's Spark Tab. You, the letter U, less L O U S. Okay, that was Spark Tabulous, sparking up your life all up in here, <laughs> up in this conversation. No problem. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Sparktabulous is a hoot. I am so glad to know her and I can't wait to do this recap with her tomorrow. It is going to be a treat. Now, will you guys hear it tomorrow? I do not know because that'll be like fresh, fresh. And we might need to like wait it out and let you guys like hear it next week since, you know, I'm kind of like doing like just a little free baller right now since right now I'm just, you know, a little newbie in this pond. But again, you can find me on Instagram, Soapbox Off. Please follow the page. You'll always see different episodes uh, pop up there where you can find out what's going on right here on all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any podcast platform that you can find. I'm probably there. So please feel free to like, follow, share subscribe all that good stuff okay (laughs) all right all right this was melodic soapbox off